You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Visit bpn.fm to discover more. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Do that. Hi, this is Paul Lazarus. In the 1980s, I produced and hosted a radio series called Anything Goes, a celebration of the American musical theater. Now the Broadway Podcast Network is bringing back these shows. This is the third and final episode of a three-part program featuring legendary composer Cy Coleman. In 1980, Cy came to my apartment in Manhattan and discussed everything from his collaboration with Comden and Green to working with Jim Dale on Barnum. On the 20th century, ran away with all the awards in 1978. Well, five. Well, just five, yeah. But uh, this is the first time, I think, that you teamed up with Betty Comden and Adolph Green. We had flirted for a while, but, you know, it's one of those flirtations that came to pass, uh-huh. unhappily so. They're wonderful people, and they're very talented, and I enjoy working with them. How was working with Hal Prince as a director? Well, I mean, when you're working with uh, with the top, you know, that's it. I mean, I've been fortunate. You know, when I say the top, I include the tops that I've worked with. I've been fortunate. I've worked with Bob Fosse, who is in the top in his own way, and Gene Sachs, and Hal Prince. I mean, it's uh, you're talking about about geniuses in their field. I mean, it's wonderful. Hal is energetic. He's uh, dynamic. You know, he's an inspiring director. He's a man that you can feel the sense of electricity the minute, you know, you're with him. Some people are intimidated by that. I have my own sense of electricity, too. I like it. It's, I find it very inspiring. How's uh-huh. um, a terrific guy to work with. I envy anybody who does. Do you ever feel like they made such a big... Ballyhoo about the sets. Did you ever feel like you were competing against the sets in that show? No, my, my. We, I thought that Hal, and, Hal along with Robin Wagner, who, who did, did that because, you know, your director is in with that. I thought they did a remarkable job. Number one, I mean, we started off with uh, a minus. We were doing a musical on a train. Yeah. <laughs> now, how do you do that? How do you dance? How do you sing? And how do you do that in those confined quarters? And that concept was pure genius. We had some choreography, but not a lot of choreography. And that was specific because the choreography was the scenery. I mean, Hal was choreographing the scenery. And was it if writing and when she said not? I was writing, that was a choreographic piece, but it was, you know. I know, it really was. Things moving in and out. They were just, it's wonderful to watch this kind of thing. It was a very, you know, modern kind of concept. I thought it was excellent. How did you approach this score? Because for some reason, this score to me, stands out as markedly different from most oh, of 
It, it is. Uh, can you tell me about that? Because it, it seems like it was, I mean, it's definitely, a, obviously, a conscious choice, but I'd be curious to know about obviously that. Obviously what? A conscious choice. But it, oh, yes, I'd yes. I'd be curious I like, No, that. conscious choice is always, you can't make anything but a conscious choice. Exactly. But, but the process you went through for this show seems a bit <clears> different, though. We were looking for a property to do together. Betty Compton, Adolph Green, and myself. And we went through, we watched so many screenings, it was just, and you know, I was starting to get bleary. And we went back to 20th, and I said to them, and I was just sort of uh, holding back on 20th. I said, I don't want to do a 30 score. I said, I know the critics might expect it, and I know that they might like it, and I can do an original 30s, Busby Berkeley kind of score. I just don't want to. It's not exciting. And when we came back to it, and they said it again, they brought it up again, I said, well, let me think. And we were sitting around, and I came up with this comic opera style. And need I say, I was fascinated with it. I, I wrote I Rise Again first, and, and then from then on, the game was on. And it was a wonderful game, and I enjoyed writing that. And it was out in Southampton at this time. And there was a little room that I had down in my house, and it was just fantastic. I mean, we were just going from one of these things, and the idea was to keep it interesting all the time, because maybe, you know, I thought it was possible that the style might wear a little thin. But it, and to my opinion, it never did wear thin, and I stuck consistently with it. And Betty and Adolf and I were all in on the game, and of course they're quite comic opera too, you know, they're very... Oh, yeah. So, I mean, so, there was, so it became a real collaboration on the, collab on the comic opera. And I used to ad-lib a lot in this score, you know what I mean? I'd just go off extemporaneously. And they would uh, get to know because they did so many things that would just fit right in that the, we used to go around with cassette machines. And everything, the, the, they would say, well, hold it, hold it, and the cassette machines would go on. <laughs> and we'd have our three cassette machines going. Saddle up the horse without delay. Ship ahoy, we sail at break of day. Ours not to question, ours not to reason. Hours to obey. Back at the hotel, I'll keep busy at the desk. I'll sneak the bags out the back. Right, let down the drawbridge while you keep the motor racing. Maybe we'll have to swim the river. Working for Jaffe, though continually bracing, also destroys the heart and liver. What's new today? We're gonna sneak away to a shower rotten eggs with our tails between our legs on the 20th century, the 20th century. Sixteen.
original cast of On the 20th Century performing the title song, the song with lyrics by Betty Comden and Adolph Green and music by Cy Coleman. I asked Cy why he felt his next musical, Home Again, Home Again, uh, was not as big a success as most of his shows and, in fact, closed out of town before coming to New York. I think Home Again, Home Again was an idea which just didn't have the right breaks. I mean, we were tossed and the producers didn't have enough money at one time, and it came in with a lot of odds against it. The original and idea was to base it on, on um, Russell Baker's columns, just to have him write Americana. It, it was a takeoff on America. And it was a very good takeoff on America, and there's a lot good. It got a little confused sometimes in its purpose, but there's a big show there. And I intend to do it again. I intend to do it in a small version. Russell Baker, as soon as Russell Baker finishes writing his, this book that he's writing, and we're all excited about it again, we know what's there. And you know what's heartbreaking? You know, that was my first show that ever closed like that. Uh-huh. But um, what it was, was heartbreaking about it, is that to leave a show that's playing and the audience is howling with laughter. Yeah. So the timing was off. The producers couldn't raise the money too late. They had given up on it too early. My feeling is this, that uh, when uh, you've got something and you've seen it work and you've seen the stuff that works and the stuff that works really works fantastically well, I'll just have to thank those producers for giving me a wonderful workshop because we're going to do it again. Tell me about the song a little bit. Maybe the the song that we're going to do. Well, the song is actually not the stuff that I'm talking about. It's looking back on it. And the reason that I feel that it's okay to do it is because B. Arthur, who fell in love with the song, up there, asked me for permission to do it on her special. And we allowed it, and she did a remarkable job of it. Oh. And it's called, it's so one man's look about the world. This is the way I see it. The way I see it, this world is worth a quiet laugh. It's nothing epic. It maybe rates a paragraph. Life isn't always sunny, I agree. Even so, it seems funny to me. The way I see it, this world has got to make you smile. Whoever made it, sure set it up for comic style. There's reason to grow weary. Oh, yes, I quite agree. Yet life does not seem dreary to me. The more I see it, the more the world looks like a play, a daily fantasy of kings and tinsel crowns. I watch the actors, and though I hear the words they say, I find it hard to tell the heroes from the clowns. The way I see it, you have to take the world in fun, go on, enjoy it. There's nothing better to be done Life's more than light amusement, I agree But that's the only way that I can see it Each day I see it, 
I know the world will make me grin As long as I keep looking with a merry eye I'll guarantee it Cause that's the way it's always been Though now and then the grin may be a trifle wry The way I see it This world is certainly absurd The jokes are endless There's always one you haven't heard Life's very often tragic, I agree But laughter is the magic for me Laughter is the magic Cy Coleman at the piano performing a song he wrote for a show entitled Home Again, Home Again. The song, The Way I See It, with lyrics by Barbara Freed. And that recording was made exclusively for this look at Mr. Coleman's career on Anything Goes. Now back to a pre-recorded interview with composer Cy Coleman. Last show I I thought we'd talk about today, well, is uh, your current show. Barnum, sure. And uh, as, as we're discussing it today, it's doing better than 100% at the box office, which is pretty, pretty phenomenal. And, it's uh, also getting remarkable advances. Probably going to run forever. And I think, well, I hope so. And it, it's, it's a joyous, you talk about joyous and happy, it's a joyous, happy show. We've had um, comments, uh, there was a girl sitting next to I sent some people in there, she was across the aisle, and she was just hysterically just carrying on about the show, and it's been her 13th time. <laughs> and we had a we had a record signing uh, little thing over at Corvettes. You know, we had the album out. And the, the album itself has gotten that same kind of joyous reception. So, I mean, so now I've got the, the album over there and people carrying six albums at a time to be signed. Uh, Barnum has really hit uh, of people at something that they want to see, want to hear, and it's making them feel good. Everybody's walking out of that theater feeling good. And that's really what it's about. It's a joyous show, exuberant performers. Um, it's got all the ingredients. I mean, the um, Michael, you know, Michael Stewart and my collaboration, I think, worked very well on this. Uh, Mark Bramble's book. I mean, it's a, it's a really, it's a, it's a great concept, bringing in the circus and everything else the way we did. And of course, uh, all I can tell you is that. What you've read about Jim Dale is absolutely true. I mean, you've seen it. Oh, yes. I'm, well, then you know. I mean, and Jim is terrific. And it's a wonderful cast of kids there. I mean, they're just terrific. Glenn Close, by the way, is, is remarkable. She's such a good actress. And, of course, Marion Tatum was a fine. And then uh, Terry, Terry White, you know, and uh, Leonard Crawford. These are all wonderful kids. And Bill Witter. And they're all enthusiastic. And the circus skills... And the singing and dancing that they all do is remarkable on the stage. I tell you, I used to and work. Joe Layton, let's not forget uh, what Joe Layton. You know, we started off with "I Love My Wife," but we certainly came in with a bang, with a bang-up job here. And uh, well, he didn't do "I Love My Wife" in the eventual, but as you know, but uh, his job in Barnum is a remarkable job. It is. But I've got to give everybody credit in Barnum that, that's that's gone. But I'm not to take away from Joe's job. Joe did one of the most remarkable jobs, and probably uh, that I've ever seen on Broadway. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. We've got our record album. We're all excited about that. I produced that with a fellow called Mike Burnick. I told you I like to be in the recording studio. And Columbia Records is really going way out on it. So they, they're enthusiastic about it. And in a sense, I hope this is a sort of a breakthrough. Uh, we're selling albums. And I hope we continue to sell albums so that not only for because of uh, any sense of greed or anything like that, I would just like to see cast albums come back again to their rightful place. Yeah. And they've been denigrated so in the recording industry. And now that Columbia is solidly behind this and the public seems to be buying this, it might lead the way for some of the other companies and uh, for everybody to have less of a, of a backward look, let's say, at cast albums. Right, yeah. Because I think there is an audience out there. There obviously is one they're buying. Somebody's buying it. Did they ever get you on the tightrope? <laughs> I'm not in any shape for that. I mean, it's enough now getting me on a tennis court.
Toss that bat on high, ain't you cute as a daisy? Watch the fellow with the big bass drum go by, ain't you glad that you stayed? Hear the tuba play that old pop pop on my, ain't it driving you crazy? Don't you be so darn lazy, better hurry and join that big parade. Jim Dale, leading the original cast of Barnum in Come Follow the Band, a song written by Michael Stewart and Cy Coleman. You're listening to Anything Goes. Now back to a pre-recorded interview with my guest today, Cy Coleman. Can you tell me a little bit about the the show coming up, Atlantic City? The only thing I can tell you about that, I don't want to give too much away about it. Okay. Uh, Is that it's different. Is that it's different? Yeah. It's different than any other show I've done. It's highly contemporary. Uh, it's a very, very interesting show with a lot to say. Does it go back in time at Atlantic City, or is it about Atlantic City today? How about both? It's about both. Okay, <laughs> okay. You're, you're being secretive, so I won't press it. Well, I don't. You know, I'm not. As I tell you, I'm not secretive about these things, but except shows. You know, and it's it's being formed and molded right now. And you can just push it like a like a, a like a gelatin, you know, like the gelatin. And it goes a little more in this direction, a little more in that direction. So it would not be fair of me to describe it right now when it may not end up as the show. Mm-hmm. It will is, basically who, end up as the show. Who is the team uh, with at you? the moment? Yeah. At the moment, <laughs> it's Bob Fosse, uh-huh. Christopher Gore, and myself. Uh-huh. Is Christopher Gore doing both book and lyrics? Well, that's what we're, we're talking about. We're, we're piecing it together. That has to do a lot with the style. I see. The three of us are working very much in that. I asked Cy if he would play a song from the as-yet-unproduced score to Atlantic City, which uh, is planning to be produced in the near future with direction by Bob Fosse, lyrics by Christopher Gore, and music by Cy Coleman. And Cy agreed, and this is a ballad from the show, On the Day You Leave Me. Still will be stars 
fog in San Francisco Rockets to Mars Balconies and moonlight Spanish guitars But will they be Of any further use to me For I know How it will continue I won't have a clue On the day I don't Have you How it will continue I won't have a clue on the day I don't Cy Coleman at the piano, performing a song that's never been heard before, a ballad, On the Day You Leave Me, from his newest score to a show called Atlantic City, back to a pre-recorded interview with the composer to conclude this edition of Anything Goes with guest Cy Coleman. One thing that uh, I find uh, a through line through, through all your music is that y- you, more than anyone else I've ever talked to, have an amazing ability at writing very, very happy songs. I don't know how to describe it any better than that, but upbeat songs that you really make you smile and really pick you up. I mean, and a particularly good example of that is Hey There, Good Times from I Love My Wife. You can't help but listen to that song mm-hmm. and be lifted by it. There's absolutely no way. And uh, it just seems to be something that runs through your career. I, I don't know how to ask you about that, but do you feel that reflects anything about yourself? Probably. And there are people who are down personalities, people who are up personalities. I think I'm a positive personality. Uh, I'm not a, I don't, I don't operate on the level of, uh, oh, it ain't going to work, you know, this is, you know, and knowing it's going to work, you know. Everybody says, you know, there are two ways, you know, the actor goes, gets on stage. One is, the one walks into the spotlight and one backs in. And, you know, I'm not that kind, you know, I'm um, very out front, sometimes too much so. You know, but I guess it has its virtues and its um, its faults. You know, but uh, I do. I'm uh, very open, and um, I'm very positive about about most things. So as a result of that, I do think that it's probably easier for me to express myself that way. I'm not inhibited yeah. by expressing myself that way. So I guess that's way the way it comes out. You can't do a happy song and be inhibited. No, you can't. I mean, you, you notice the inhibitions. I mean, not that I don't have inhibitions, but I mean, they come out in other things, you know what I mean? But uh, 
I don't like to limit myself to happy songs because I like dark and murky things too, you know, but uh, I should think that uh, music is a, ref is a language, you know what I mean, like any other language, and it reflects what I want to say. of a three-part series. Associate producer Jeff London. Anything Goes Backstage with Broadway's Best is produced and hosted by Paul Lazarus. For more information, visit anythinggoespl.com. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate and follow us. Thanks for listening. Hey, 
Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.